Technically, this would be our 23rd episode if we didn't skip those oh. other episodes. I didn't even think about that. Uh, well, we didn't skip them. By the way, we recorded those episodes uh, that we just, we lost them. So uh, we're still counting them. So, uh, but I I think because it would be set, it would be 18 then 19 20 21 i think this might be the 23rd episode uh even though technically it's the 26th mitchell no uh, actually i think it's the 27th i'm i'm so bad at this yeah it's the 27th (laughs) okay i was gonna say because there was two missing two missing episodes right well there are three technically because well three missing there's two missing episodes and then one was our live episode, which isn't missing. It's just that there's that's no, fair. Oh, there's okay, no that, documentation right. that it ever happened. But Gerbils was there, and what, why a username was there. We had a bunch of people. It was a good crowd. Yeah, we, we, we crowd. Actually, there was more people than I uh, expected, and it was, uh, it was a blast. I had a yeah. great time. More people that wanted to listen to us talk about Stephen King's... Uh, wow, I can't even remember the name of the movie that we watched. Machine Things? Alien trucks maximum overdrive sorry i just clipped there it is my brain i think was just trying to forget that movie entirely hey that's a great movie dude shut up (laughs) oh well you had to make space for newer better movies like the number 23 i get it i get it we're not commenting until we're talking about the movies okay yeah you're right you're right we'll get there uh welcome everyone to neon valley the podcast that you won't tell your friends that you listen to I'll drink to that. Yeah, but you will. Oh, speaking of which, you know what? I have some sake from work. Sake. I'm gonna take a. I'm gonna sake it to me and take a little shot of that. Sake it down, baby. Ah. So, all right. I'm gonna say, out the gate, you're a little more sober than I expected you to be because approximately three hours ago, you texted me <laughs> drunk as hell. So what? What happened there? I think I ate. And then I didn't have another drink until now, um, so I we're oh, working well. on it. Don't All don't right. worry, America. I'm working on it. See, I I'm I'm, not, I'm proud of you. I can't do that. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe I can. I just don't. If I get to the point of being drunk, I either go to sleep or like be sick. Like I don't think there is another option past that. Like I can't just stop being drunk. Like when mm. I was 20, 21, sure, that's great and all, but. No, now now there is no end. You either go to sleep or die trying. See, for me, it's like <laughs> I either perpetuate the drunk. I can keep being drunk. And then I'll know right before my cutoff in terms of like, okay, if you continue this, there's only one way this is going to end up. And go your wife is going to be very mad at you. <laughs> or if I stop and like I eat something, I'll actually sober up pretty quickly. Isn't that funny how sometimes we have to, like, use the repercussions of others to, like, give ourselves an excuse to be a better person? Because I do it literally every day. But I'm just like, Audrey would not be happy with me if I did this, so I won't. You know, like... <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> Everybody has to have their reason. 
Yeah, they never said it had to be a good one. No, I, I, yeah, that's a good reason. Love is always a good reason. If eternal sunshine and the spotless mind taught us anything, it's that love is always a good reason, Mitchell. Eternal suns and the sun-spotted mind of shining. So, Mitchell, you you sent me a picture today. I did. That. No context. No, zero context. And well, first it was a picture of a bedroom with insane technology mm-hmm. just strewn about the bed and a fan very similar to mine might I add you mm-hmm. in the corner of the room that freaked me out a little bit and I didn't and you just said I have something to talk about for a little bit and I almost was going to ask more but I wanted to understand more and then unprompted you sent another picture of you I'm assuming role playing as RoboCop. Uh, <laughs> I'm not sure. I'm not sure entirely what was going on there, but what, what would you like to enlighten us? Yeah. So last night I partook in a sleep study. I knew it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I might have sleep apnea. I, I have a history of waking up in the middle of the night gasping for breath. It has disturbed my wife. Um, oh. I snore. And it's actually something that I don't get it like like once a week, even necessarily once a month. But it, there was a while where at least I think it was once a month, maybe when I was more stressed out. Um, but it has been something that's always happened over my life. Now, there could be two potential causes for it. One, I just have sleep apnea. Two, it could be due to a potential deviated septum and or allergies creating kind of like a not like a bulge but the inside of my nose almost looks a little bit crooked where like Like one side gets more airway yeah yeah so one side is is kind of like okay so if this is your septum right so each side would be the nasal passage normally mine's like this and so it kind of cuts off yeah no no i'm making a face to your hand weird way of showing off the double jointedness offhand like (laughs) oh it looks like you can't do that i can't do that this is this is as far as I can go, brother. Well, no, that's that's not. Nope, I don't have that joint. Nope. All right. Well, I got monkey hands apparently. Monkey <laughs> like how that's what disturbed you. So because of this, that is something. So potentially, either it is an allergy-related thing that is creating that kind of bulge. But I don't mm-hmm. think that's the case. And I am seeing an ear, nose, and throat specialist to check on that. Uh, that would just be requiring allergy medicine and then identifying what I've been allergic to for so many years that I've continuously had this. Two, it is a deviated septum, and that would require surgery on my nose. Or three, I have sleep apnea, and I need a CPAP machine for the rest of my life. So... Yeah. I, uh, you know... <laughs> No, I feel bad, brother, because and I'm going to be honest, because you you, you want to know what I did? Because I what? was str- I was I was somewhat struggling with this myself. Audrey kept saying, like, oh, you seem to be like breathing heavy in your sleep and like you'll wake up. And uh, I just stopped sleeping. <laughs> no, no, I just stopped doing it. I was just like, all right, you got it, babe. I'll I'll stop doing that. I'll just stop doing it. No, I. <laughs> No, I, I, I have a similar thing where, um, I think I got it from my dad. My dad is really bad. If my dad sleeps on his back, which he only sleeps on his back, he will snore himself awake 
so did you have you gotten any response yet or any kind of like or are they still studying your results yeah so here here's the process so i showed up at 10 p.m they hooked me up to a bunch of electrodes they put like a bunch of gunk in my hair on my face on the side of my head to attach the things that like monitor your brain waves they put those on my legs on my arms they tape over it so all those wires i slept wearing all of that the entire night they had two hoses that had two like nods that went into my nose one was to monitor the airflow and one was actually like recording to hear the sound i want that recording please use that recording as like the background for one of your tracks like an opening <laughs> intro track i need that mp3 but no, yes, I'm sorry. I, need, I need to get I need the wave file. <laughs> yes. Come on. Oh, amateur. Raw. I'm sorry. You need. Uh, so here's the weird thing. I thought I got like an hour to two hours of sleep tops. Like I thought for sure he was going to be like, hey, we're going to need you to come back and do the study. I do remember having a dream. So I at least slept long enough to have a dream there. But I was tossed and turning the entire night. My back was killing me all day because I did not sleep comfortably. He said he got enough information that they'll be able to make a determination, but I'll need to have two. I'll have to wait two weeks to find out. So if you're following the podcast, you should like, comment, subscribe. So you'll know when the result episode drops. And if I'm going to buy an alien mask or a Darth Vader mask as my CPAP mask uh, to wear so I can breathe at night. Oh, all right. Two weeks. I guess we'll find out. Do, so do you think do you think they have some kind of like algorithm or some kind of like curve that they can just kind of account for the fact if you're uncomfortable sleeping in those situations? Because that's that's kind of my thing. Like I, I have a, I'm one of those people that has issues sleeping at places that aren't my bed or home, like not to a detrimental level. Like if I'm at a hotel, I can still get to sleep. It's not a problem. But I'm still a little more uncomfortable. I might wake up every more often than not. So, like, do you think they take that into account? Or do you, maybe you tell them before? Like, I don't know. That that seems like a thing I, I always think about where I'm like, well, I'm not at home. I would be more uncomfortable. So, I I'm sure there's some way to factor it in. I had asked him to. And I realized the technicians can't tell you the results because they're not a doctor. But I asked him, I'm like... Like, are you going to be able to tell? I was like, I understand that you can't tell me because, you know, medical practices and whatnot. But would you be able to tell after my night's sleep if I have it or not? He goes, oh, yeah, I'll absolutely know. He goes, you'll have to wait for your doctor to reach out with the results. But he's like, I have a pretty good understanding of what we're looking for. Um, and part of it is that when they put the electrodes on your brain, he'll he actually asked me to, he's like, okay, hold your eyes open for 30 seconds keep them closed for 30 seconds move them left to right move your left foot left you move your right foot and i think this is to to track the brain um and its activity when you're doing movements so they can gauge versus being awake versus being asleep hmm. i don't okay. entirely know how okay. all that process works but right. there was a sense. lot more science involved than i was expecting like brain activity yeah that's fair i guess like they can kind of account for certain things with like yeah i don't know how the fucking brain works <laughs> we have a podcast Barely have one. <laughs> anyway, we have a world premiere, Mitchell. I wanted to show you a song woo, woo. I'm working on. Uh, Pump up the jams, literally. I, I, I don't think we never do this. I don't, I don't think we've ever done this before, but I thought it'd be interesting. Um, 
It's a song I was finishing up. I started like a week or two ago. About a week ago. Hey. Well, it's funny you say that because you know I'm getting into I'm getting into my rap phase. I like the sound of that. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't I didn't want to I didn't want I didn't want to brag. I mean, if you couldn't tell from the attire, and no, I'm just kidding. I I honestly my hair is a mess. I just didn't want to do it. So I'm gonna say three, two, one, go, and we'll hit it when I say go. So three, two, one, go. Go. Yeah. Go. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. Go. Three, two, one, go. Speeding ticket. I was going too fast. Yeah, that's right. Too fast for the cops. Right past anything that you would see. Not me. Nothing that you could ever imagine you'd be. <laughs> but now you should see me on the TV screen with your flow so sick like a pterodactyl, man. I'm flaraflactyl plan. Hold on, hold on. Wait. Uh, hold on, hold on. Okay, what did you think? So I don't know. What do you think? Do you think I got? What, do you think I got a banger on my hands, or do you think I got to like I, work on it a little bit I more? Guarantee you, if you post that on TikTok as like working on a serious new track, like you pitch it like, like the way Tommy Wiseau pitched the room, it would absolutely blow up. I don't know for what reason, but I'm also going to to try to get the rights to this for like an interlude on one of my albums. I'm sorry, I was... Uh, I don't know what... I don't know what... This is fire. Okay, like, uh, this is, like, the best shit it, I've ever written. Actually, I didn't it, even it, write it, to be honest. I just... It was all off the dome. I don't know if that was obvious. I don't know if that was I, obvious when you were listening to it. Yeah. Yeah, but, no, I, I could tell this was a freestyle freestyle. um, Off the dome freestyle. But, but like, in the way that that if it was pre-written you wouldn't be surprised right because it's it's like that good like it's it's just so good at what it needs to be <laughs> then even the, the you laughing at it what the, what the, no i'm laughing at how fire i'm imagining all the people that are gonna listen to this and just their minds are gonna be blown and um yeah, what the hell oh are you talking God. about? I feel like you're dissing me right now, if I'm being honest. What? Well, what did you think of the the? What did you think of the the epilogue near the end? Um, the birds chirping. 
the minute of birds chirping. Well, yeah, it was an artistic expression. It's meant to. It's, it's <laughs> expression meant to, of birds. It's meant to express that I went to splice.com backslash birds mp3. You could have just ripped birds from like National Geographic and nobody would have even known. I don't know where I, I got that sound sample from. I already had it on my computer when I made that. Right. No, uh, dude, that, that's it. That's an interlude on one of my albums for sure. I, oh man, I'm so glad that for the first like beat, I saw you like getting into it for a second, and I'm like, well, yes, because I yes. love beats that have that kind of chant. That, oh, oh. And then when I heard you going, I'm like, why is he doing that voice? That's that's almost like. And then I was like, oh, that's why. And, but but it was, it was. Again, it was good in the same way that the room is good. Like it, I, I think it, it genuinely has a thing that makes it good, and it would become really popular for no fucking reason. Speeding ticket. Too fast. I was going too fast. Not me. The accent uh, too. <laughs> the reflection. Did you know what I recorded that? Seven minutes before I joined this Discord. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Oh man, I'm sorry. I can't wait for that to be on. Uh, was it Rap Genius? Yeah. Oh, oh they my have you break god. down the lyrics. I'm in front of the yellow fucking background. This speeding ticket. <laughs> I'm going too fast. I can't even remember. I'm like, oh. Well, and what is? What did you mean by that? Are you saying that? the industry pushes people to move at a rate quicker than they can even comprehend and it feels like there's people monitoring you ready to to find you and and call you out for the things you've done wrong no nah, i just like big booty bitches <laughs> I'm actually gonna send this to like my producer and stuff and be like, yo, I got this rapper that uh I think I need to do a, a collab with <laughs> just just to see what their reactions are because Alright, I don't even alright, I don't care. I don't I'm just Dinky Freeman. That's the name of the rapper. Dinky Freeman. I just yes. made it up right now. I don't care yeah, I'm not gonna edit it at all. We're not gonna workshop it. Dinky nope. Freeman. If you ever I, are I like, think... yo, I got a new I got a new rapper, he hit me up. Uh, it's Dinky Freeman on TikTok. You need to say it with a. Do you know how hard it was for me to to like come to you with this in complete seriousness? Like I almost was gonna set this up to you and be like, "Hey, this is a joke. I need you to act like." But I was like, "No, if I can come to him and be like, hey, yo, this is just a song I want to show you.'" Um, Wait, which isn't out of the ordinary. Exactly, and I was like, "I think I could pull it off." Oh, and like geez. you've done raps we've we've talked about it before we have our our cypher that we did so i was like yeah maybe he's yeah. like leading a little bit more into the yeah uh <laughs> oh my god I'm it's sorry. Uh, so, all right uh, okay i'm sorry that there isn't more i want no. the dinky freeman uh experience <laughs> release the dinky freeman cut hashtag release the dinky freeman cut um okay so I didn't, we didn't really, we didn't really have many topics other than the sleep study, which we'll have a part two in a couple weeks. Mm -hmm. And uh, Cliffhanger. I, my, my insane song drop, 
uh, on Spotify. Should I post that on Spotify? I'm going to post that do on it. Spotify. Do it. <laughs> do it. Do it. I swear to God, if you don't, I'm calling the police. So, Dinky Freeman, uh, speeding ticket is now on Spotify. Uh, you can check it out. It's that new hot flame fire is all I'm saying. It should be speeding ticket and then in, in like the, the brackets like going too fast. And then in another set of brackets, not me. <laughs> Produced by Joseph. Like the song is in the title. Produced uh, by the juice box man. But yeah, actually, you know what? I'm gonna manipulate our RSS feed a little bit and do this because I didn't realize that RSS, our podcast feed, that lets you can kind of upload anything. So if you wanted, I, I could just upload a song and the name, but it would still be listed under podcasts. Do you know what I mean? So Dinky Freeman, speeding ticket, parentheses. What was it? <laughs> Going too fast. Going too fast. Parentheses. Parentheses. Not, not me. me. Is now on Spotify podcasts uh, under Neon Valley. You can listen to it. Check it out. Yeah. Blast that shit. Share it with your your grandma. She wants to hear it. She needs the to hear it. It's the her Dinky Freeman experience. She's gonna load it up every Christmas from now on. If you show it to her in the next couple Christmas weeks, banger. It is the next Christmas song. It's like Mariah Carey dinky freeman speeding ticket um so yeah that's i didn't I, i'm gonna laugh when it gets more plays than any of your scourge music i'll be so mad but that's just fucking life dude that's fine um i'll embrace it i'll become dinky freeman i don't care that's a great name so we didn't i wanted to talk about the game awards before we got into the number 23 yeah uh, because I'm sure, I don't know, there's not much to say about the number 23. Right? Pretty just good movie. We'll, we'll talk about the movie. Um, okay. All right. Well, uh, did you watch any of the Game Awards or any of the highlights or anything like that? Uh, I saw that we clearly know good games. Because the game that we spoke about for like 30 to 45 minutes in our last episode... Won like virtually all the awards in all the areas we had talked about. Yeah. Did we talk about their voice acting? I don't remember if that was one thing we discussed. No, no, which I think it's, which again, I think it's one of those things where when something is so good that you don't even like notice it, that just is a testament to how good it is. Like it feels like a movie. Like the voice acting is so good that you don't even think about it. So it's like. And you're going to get into to parts, Tyler, later in the game. Because where are you at right now in the game? All right, so I'm going to be honest. I played about three hours worth of gameplay, okay? But the problem was is that none of this gameplay saved. And I got myself into such a fucking wormhole that I was like, I would rather just quit and restart from where I was at the last save than deal with what I'm doing right now. And and okay, I well, we can cut all this out. I don't care. But I need to explain to you what happened, okay? So Okay. We're not cutting I, this out. I am I I was fighting the three goblin kings. That's not what they're called. But it's like the three leaders of the goblin uh camp. The goblin camp. Yeah. In the okay. first act. Oh, I know exactly where you're at. Yep. 
And I killed Margoth. Yup. Really? Did I get that right? Um, the, the female Margo. one. Yeah, yeah, something like that. It's something like that. And then I killed the other female goblin, like the actual like goblin. Yep, yep. Character, not to be whew, specious. I'm sorry, but she was. So uh, big oof. So all that's left is the. Um, I hate these names, man. Argon. Argon. Agagaragaron. Yeah. Agamemnon. Yeah. No, it's like the tiefling or whatever that that like the the red demon guy. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what race he is, but he looks like a tiefling. So I don't. Yeah, I don't the know. red ones are the tieflings. Yeah. <laughs> fucking. <laughs> yeah. Fucking. Like I don't know. Like I don't know. Like I don't know. It's in the book. No. So anyway, I all he was the last one I had left, and I had to kill him, and I killed him and all of his little goons around him, and then I tried to leave, and I didn't realize that I still had all of the other goblins within that mm. camp left. Mm -hmm. And I didn't realize that they would all be attracted to me because I just killed all three of their leaders. Yeah, um, it tends to happen. So I spent about an hour or two just getting through all mm. of these goblins, barely surviving, picking people up, going invisible, going to camp, coming back from camp going in and out. and obviously like the, the there were moments where it saved during the camp things but i was just like it's not even worth it to go back to that like i need to reevaluate everything i did in that moment because everything is fucked and what you I, could have done is after killing them as long as the people in your general vicinity um were dead that were hostiles fast which you literally just fast travel the fuck out of there I specifically told you to it's... let me know if you get stuck. Actually, I don't know if I told you that. I didn't get stuck. <laughs> I, I didn't get stuck. I was just trying to get myself out of a bad situation and dug myself deeper and was like, oh, fuck. This is the end of this journey. All right. Anyway, game awards, baby. So, yeah. No. Yeah, uh, it swept. Yeah, it did. The only thing it didn't sweep on. Um, let me see if I can bring it up here. There we go. Uh, which I, there are some things it did not win that I agree with. And there are some things that it won that I don't agree with. Uh, so multiplayer game, it won best multiplayer game of 2023. That's one that I don't know if I agree with. Like maybe it's been patched. Maybe there's things that are better, but like as far as a full multiplayer experience, I, well, actually, I don't know. As far, maybe other games that have come out this year. Maybe so. That's what the, I was going to say. Maybe it is the best is multiplayer experience. What other multiplayer game came out this year? Because again, aside from not knowing that it affects the campaign in a specific way, where if you want to play a solo version, you have to do it separately. The fact that you can play a game like that multiplayer. I think is still a pretty big win. Yeah. I wish I, it let you know that, hey, this, and actually, I think there is a text box before you join that says something, and I, I'm pretty sure I just blew through it. 
so I can't even entirely blame the game. But yeah, I think the next question we'd have to look at is like, what were all the games that released this year that are multiplayer games? Um, which and then I do have the nominees, which were oh, party oh, yeah, animals, uh, the the kind of like fighting games. Remember Gang Beasts? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Super Mario Bros. Wonder, which like just came out. That came out like last month, I think. Uh, so I was going to say, I thought it was more recent. Yeah, and then Diablo 4. That's the only other nominee. Which, if we're comparing Baldur's Gate and Diablo 4, I mean, like... Blow it out of the water. Yeah, that's smooshed. Like a I would say, compared to the nominees, at least, I don't know which of the, which of the other games was going to offer you as much yeah. gameplay and story from a multiplayer. Yeah, Because do they not consider, like, competitive multiplayer game? Is that a different category? Because they do have games like Valorant and apex and things like that on this list and it's like are those considered different things than not not on the nominee list but they are nominated for other things you know what i mean which is interesting because like they came out years ago but they do updates a lot so i think oh i didn't realize like because even like uh, cyberpunk was uh nominated for best ongoing game which means like the game that's been like updated gotcha. and like has a, okay. and they also came out with DLC that you had to buy called Phantom Liberty, I believe. And it's almost like a whole new game, so they kind of were okay. able to shove that into the categories. Um okay. So the only thing that I agree with the uh Baldur's Gate not winning is mm. narrative. A narrative best narrative went to Alan Wake 2 and if the you play DJ. that yeah of course yeah uh, still waiting for Alan Walker 3 but we'll see what happens <laughs> and no so because I, I, this is actually a little conversation I wanted to have you know maybe we won't okay. even talk about the game awards because you didn't really watch it much so maybe we could just talk about this before the movie I don't think a game like Baldur's Gate or even something like Skyrim necessarily should or can win best story or narrative. And this is why. Because they're giving you the open opportunity to basically make whatever story you want. So so it almost inherently has a cheat code into giving you the best story. It's like, like with Alan Wake 2, it is a single player narrative that you have to go through and only like you're only getting the information they want you to have. So the story is what they crafted. When you play a game like Baldur's Gate, the story is crafted around the decisions you make. And there's multiple options that have been crafted around that story. So it's almost like the writers didn't have a... And this is going to sound different than I mean it to. They had a clear-cut story. But when it comes to full gameplay and everything, it's not like they meant for you to go a specific path and have a specific story that means a specific thing. Yeah. So, yeah, I I felt like that makes sense. Like, a game like Alan Wake 2, where it's a storyline that is is very linear and narrative-driven. Linear is the word I was looking for. That just... Yeah, I feel like that deserves to win a little bit more than a game that almost kind of cheats at having a good story because it's always going to be your best story because you're making all the decisions. You know what I mean? 
Yes. So I have two thoughts on that. First, you're wrong. No, um, I agree with you Fair. saying uh, a game like Skyrim, because a game like Skyrim is that very open. It is one singular storyline, but it's how you play the game that's more of different. But is that story the- even good is my question. But anyway, we, we could talk about that. At- yeah, a- yeah. After. But in terms of Baldur's Gate, I think the way that, yes, you can play it different ways to create different storylines, but that means they had to develop multiple storylines for a single game. But are those storylines, not necessarily storylines, but aren't a lot of those beats just kind of like different characters masked onto different situations? Like if you have like a romantic relationship with someone, you have similar interactions just with different character models. And this isn't a detriment to the game. I'm not saying that's a bad thing. That's just how it works. But like compare that to something like like God of War that has a very like narrative driven, like every story beat has a purpose because you can't really do that with a very vast open world game because you want the player to have that kind of like, they want to have agency. They want to be able to like have actual like control of the world around them. So with those kind of games, it's like decisions you make because because this is how I'm looking at it is like with with a character like Shadowheart or something like that. Decisions you make can almost completely change how Shadowheart acts. And that's just not good story writing because it's like she as a character should be her own character that has her own morals, has her own goals, and follows through with those things and does that. But in this type of game, they want you to be able to sway characters in your own way. That makes it where it's like, well, okay, you're kind of almost sacrificing character narrative to make it where you can just fuck anyone. And obviously I'm using like a broad statement because you could do anything with these like these characters. But yeah, it's kind of like, it, it bends it a little bit. Yes, the, well, I'll plain devil's advocate on that. I will say Shadowheart does have a specific, like she has her character traits. And if you do something that's out of line with the things that she likes, that's it fair. will affect how she perceives you. So at least it's She'll not disapprove. like no matter. Yeah. yeah, at least it's like not no matter what you do. They're always like, oh, you're my favorite. I want to sleep with you. True, it's true, like, true. oh. I do like these things you're doing or I don't. And that's going to affect how I view you. I think it creates more of a level of realism, but does realism necessarily translate to narrative? Like I a guess good, maybe that's a good more of the story. Question. Yeah. Like, yeah. Cause I, I think about that sometimes when it comes to Skyrim, because, um, and I know we keep bringing this shit up. This is going to become like a meme with our podcast. Like, do they ever fucking stop talking about Skyrim? Skyrim and AI. It's all they talk about. But, Sometimes I feel like you can have an amazing experience in Skyrim, like an hour or two long experience that's just like, oh man, I went on this huge adventure. But when you try to describe it to someone, it just sounds kind of boring or it doesn't really sound like a good story. It's like, oh no, dude, like I went in this cave and there was like this sword and then like it opened up this other cave and then there was these like skeletons and then like i read a book and like 
It's almost like what you're saying isn't really a good story. Like, it's not like you're telling a good narrative of like a, a, an adventure, you know what I mean? From start mm -hmm. to finish. But you having that experience is an adventure. It's a great experience, but it's not a good story. Like you wouldn't go like, like if you went to the store and had a good conversation with someone at the counter and then like on your way out, you found a $50 bill and then you, oh man, I'm having a great day, you know? And then you go and get some good food and you come home. That's great. And that's a great experience. But if you try to tell that story to someone, it's not a good story. It's just like, oh yeah, you had a good day. I'm glad you had that good experience. And I think that's maybe the difference between those two kind of games, which I, I don't know why I'm trying to cope so much with this 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 uh, win. No, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but like, it, it made me think deeper about like, well, why wouldn't a game like Baldur's Gate win narrative? Like it almost makes sense. But then the more I thought about it, it was like, eh, it, there are things that kind of make it different from a narrative-driven story, you know? I think it's better. No. Um, no, I, I, yeah, I, I hear what you're saying on that. I think, again, if we're talking Skyrim, yeah, I see Skyrim not maybe winning, like, best narrative. I think Baldur's Gate is more in contention. And obviously, I haven't played Alan Walker to... <laughs> Alan, wait, just kidding. I, I haven't played it, so... I also don't know how good of a story that is. Um, really good. But I I will say, as you progress, because I've completed Act 2 now, I'm in the beginning of Act 3, they did a great job. Um, so I'm interested, I'm interested to see, once you get like past maybe the second act, if your thoughts on the narrative will change. And maybe That's they fair. won't, because again, I think you're making a really good point with when you have an open world and you have the ability to make decisions on how the game goes, you're creating your own story. So everyone is gonna have a unique option. I I can't even imagine how many different options, like obviously there might be different, like a set number, maybe there's 12 different endings total. But the way you play the game, there could be like infinite number just based on how many different interactions, lack of interactions, uh, choices within those interactions there are. And if I'm, if I, I don't mean to interrupt you, but if I'm not crazy, I think they literally just did an update like a week or two ago that added another ending or like patched an ending or something like that. Yeah, you should look into that because I'm pretty sure they did. Um, yeah, no, I, I agree. I, the, I, I might change my, my ideals a little bit when I get into it deeper. Who knows? But yeah, even, even after something like Skyrim, like I think like, like something like Skyrim versus Bioshock, you know, even though I think Skyrim's a better game, Bioshock, Bioshock wins in story and narrative a hundred percent. But you know what I mean? You can, at least the first two, you can play it different ways. True. But again, and there's different endings, but I think you're right. There's still a more linear story that you're following and you can tell that's like, you could tell, okay, this is, I think a great way to do it. Could you make, a movie or TV show about Bioshock. Like, and not saying yeah. like, oh, like a spin-off version, like of the yeah. game itself. Cleanly. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Skyrim, there's so many ways to do it. It would be really hard because there isn't even a main character, right? Like you are the dragonborn, but you could be any race. You could be yeah. male. Like there's no 
like you, preset character story you're following. Do you know what game balances both of these perfectly? Witcher three. Yeah, that that's one that could that definitely like, win. Like if if best Witcher if, three. I wonder if it did that year. Like, hear me out. If Witcher three did Witcher three win Game of the Year? Because if it didn't, I'm gonna I'm pretty blow sure. My... I'm pretty sure it won Game of the Year. Yeah, it that, had to. Have, that right? game was because that was like skyrim but it was like okay yeah. we're gonna have a more set character with i think a more set storyline you do have the option of playing it how you want and responding to people the way you want yeah no it yeah it did win game of the year in 2015 yeah uh 100 deserved because yeah that's that perfect balance of like even though you have agency in the world and can control things it can also completely fuck you over it's interesting. Like Baldur's Gate three and Witcher three have very similar tones and vibes, mm -hmm. but they are very different games. Like, do you think if Witcher three and Baldur's Gate three came out in the same year, which do you Man. think? Yeah, I okay. The the more I think about this too, and knowing where you're at in the game, I'm not saying that you will agree that oh, oh yeah, Baldur's Gate that's 3 true. should beat Alan... Actually, I had to pause for a second. Alan Wake 2. But for narrative. For I, narrative. Not yeah, for Game I think of the Year. I, it yeah, should not, definitely yeah, yeah. win for that. Specifically yeah. for narrative. But I think once you get at least halfway through the second act, because the more I think about it, the first act feels a lot more like that Skyrim open world. Not to say that you still don't have that in the, the second act, or yeah. the first act feels a lot more Skyrim open world, but you get a lot more story plot that happens in the second act okay. that sets up the remainder of the game. So again, not going to give any spoilers. Which, that's fair, because that may feed into why it didn't win, because let's say a lot of the people who reviewed it may have only played like 30 hours of the game and it didn't quite get them into the part of the game that's it's, really story heavy it's it's yeah. insane that i have to say something like that That 30 hours would be like not enough to really but, scratch the surface and again that should almost be a little bit of a detriment which is fair why something like alan wake 2 could win narrative because it's like well hey mm. if it takes me 30 hours to get into the the story of it then yeah, something like Alan Wake 2, which is where the second you load it up, you're in a fucking story and you're totally yeah. invested. It's a little different. So yeah, that, that makes sense. That makes sense. Um, but yeah, no, I might change my mind. I might change my mind. Um, yeah. So watch right. for the follow-up episode whenever he makes it to Act 2, everyone, and see yep. if he updates that opinion of his. And when I totally change my mind and apologize to all of you. You have a Baldur's <laughs> Gate 3 shirt on, you're like, I was wrong. <laughs> It's like instead I'm wearing an Alan Wake 2 shirt and I'm like, fuck you guys. This game You were more wrong. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know what? We're not going to talk about the Game Awards. It was good this year. It was actually not that bad. But by not being that bad, there's not much to talk about. It was just kind of like your average you, award you show. weird shit to happen to make you it interesting. You need Bill Clinton, kid. You need Bill Clinton, kid. Let's have a word from our sponsors. ba doo da ba ba doo this week uh, uh wait we have to come up with a sponsor mitchell we need a sponsor what do we have? what do we spot who's sponsoring us uh this we're sponsored by penguins penguins Neopets. Pe 
Penguin Neopets. Penguin Neopets, the new edition DLC to the classic game Neopets. Not sponsored. We are sponsored by Neopets, and we are here to tell you that if you download the new Neo... This is going nowhere. Why did you say Neopets? Why did you give a specific thing? Here's the thing. If you liked Neopets, I know you did, and you like regular animals that don't have any magical properties or are different in any other way, then you're going to love the new DLC penguins, which are just regular penguins that don't have any special attributes other than they're penguins. Yes. And also, you do not need the original Neopets game to download this DLC. It is a completely separate thing. You could just download penguins if you want. Also, it doesn't exist. So you can just download penguins all you want. It's it's really go to endless. Google, search penguins, download the image, and you got it. It's and free. Uh, also, we're not, not sponsored by Google, even though that's the browser that I said. True, but we might be by penguins. But we could make like a billion dollars. Just just go download penguins today. Thank you, Joseph. Put up the penguins logo. Also, go to the Neon Valley Patreon and support us, and you'll get free stuff and like maybe some like extra episodes and stuff. I don't know. Bye. Okay. X-rated penguins. All right, Mitchell. I suggested a game. Nope, you suggested a movie. I did. Do you know why I said that? Because I read the the note Fortnite Lego game in my uh, in my notes here, which we will not talk about. I refuse to talk about that. So I requested a movie last week for you to watch. Mm, yep. And it's a beauty of a film. Wow. The number 23. Did you realize you recommended this in the year 2023? Yeah. Yeah, of course. That wasn't your knowledge bomb, was it? It better not have been your knowledge bomb. No, that was not my knowledge bomb. All right. I was uh, say. Also, spoiler, not spoiler. At the end of the episode, I have a movie fact. At the end of the I episode? That, well, we got to give him something to keep listening to. Or do you I want me to do it know. now? I'll do it I now. I want to know. Okay, okay, I'll okay. Freak it so, out. so, to preface this, I let good old Scourge Boy here know that I have knowledge on this movie that I'm willing to bet he doesn't know. And when I say willing to bet, I'm willing to eat a pepper of whatever kind. And again, he could say ghost pepper. And let me tell you, I just recently started being able to eat mild uh, queso. Bell so, peppers. so when it comes to like spice level, I am not there. I'll go to an Indian restaurant or Thai restaurant and order a zero on the spicy level. I'm willing to bet my knowledge fact that he does not know and if he loses he has to watch a at least short like 12 episode season of an anime are you ready for my knowledge bomb wait okay so but here's here's my okay quest, here, here's my only yep. problem yep. with this it. with this this is my only problem yeah is that if that if you tell me what it is are you just taking my word that I'm like, oh yeah, I knew what that was. I could just lie to you. Like, do you want me to guess what I think it is? And then within like, a, like because the, how would how do we do this? That's my only thing. I'm like, how do we figure out? I mean, if as I a person, know 
what this is. I trust you, but if you want to take a couple guesses, all right. This I will is the director's twenty third movie he's directed. No, but I also didn't know that. That's oh. really interesting. Yeah, Jim Carrey's initials are twenty three. No, I also did not know that. Also not true. I just made that up, you idiot. Okay. You didn't even think about it, dude. You didn't even think about it, dude. No, I'm just well, kidding. I was like, is his name actually like James and does maybe that it, add up? It actually, it might be. I think there's something with his initials. Um, It's... All right, you know what? Maybe I can't guess it. So I take this back. I'm going to reel this back. I don't think I'm going to guess it. Because I thought I could. Yep. That my initials are 23. <laughs> and this is true. This is true, though, because it's T20C3. 23. Um, that's a real thing, though. And it freaked me out when I was 13 and this movie came out. I don't know, Mitchell. Yeah. What? What? <sighs> Naruto Zamaki is in this movie. God damn it. So in the one of the early scenes, there is a lady doing charades at the party that they attend. That lady is the voice actor for Naruto. It's Miley fucking Flanagan, and she's a goddamn legend and will be respected as such. You see her for like half a second and I immediately knew. I actually have a signed pop of her somewhere in here. I knew that. <laughs> that that's why you put your hand in your face for a solid twenty seconds. 20 yeah, because I was seconds. I was embarrassed that you that you, I wanted to be the one to reveal to you this big moment that uh, it was the 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 guy from Dragon Ball. <laughs> It's a lady from Naruto. I think that's what I said. <laughs> Damn it. All right. Well, okay. So our agreement for this deal was that mm -hmm. if I lost this, I would have to watch an entire short anime before the next episode. But you did say that you wanted to suggest a Christmas thing before the next episode. So so what do we do about this? What What's... Do I have to watch both? I don't know if I can do yeah, that. Yeah, the good news is the movie that I'm going to recommend, let me check the runtime on it. Oh, God. It It's it's not long. I don't like where this is going. If you give me two weeks to watch this anime... Okay. And then we talk about it on the episode that we talk about... To, like, if we talk about it on the episode two weeks from now... Okay. Instead of next week... Yeah, you can. We'll do that. Perfect. But, and then that we'll works. do the Christmas movie, Jesus, that you want to suggest. All right, perfect. All right, that works. Okay. God damn it. All right. We'll. We won. We won, America. Anyway, last week, I suggested the movie number 23, starring Jim Carrey, and uh, it's directed by Joel Schumacher. Written by Fernley Phillips, and I think I think in the last episode I said that it was based on a book, and I don't think it is. I think I lied about that. That sounds like you. Yeah, and by lie I mean just just was misinformed and went with my gut. 
I apologize. Misinformation. Is there a difference? I don't know. But, uh, all right. I, I haven't watched this movie since I was maybe 16 years old. So we're talking about 14 years ago, at yeah. least. At least. What'd you think? You wonder what I thought? Yeah. Damn, that's a pretty good movie. Wait, really? Yeah, no, I actually really liked it. Wait, wait, you did? Yeah, yeah. Oh no. Why? I was so disappointed. I was so I was so confused about oh, how Oh, don't get me wrong. I was confused about uh, a few things we'll get into. No, no, I was but... just I was going to say I was confused about how 15-year-old me was obsessed with this movie. We'll get we're going to get into it. We're going to talk about it. So, all right. Let's get into it. Going into it. How'd you feel? So, movie starts. Okay, so movie starts uh he is a dog catcher he's barking at a dog and kind of angers funny. a lady yeah that I, here's what i liked it was one of those movies where i felt jim carrey played a character that was outside of his character stereotype mm -hmm. not to say that he had comedic elements but i felt like he was a lot more of a, a genuine guy husband that wasn't just always trying to to be this funny guy he again had kind of that awkward it was a little bit more serious in tone yeah like a normal everyday guy who who also tries to make things lighthearted every once in a it, while exactly yeah. like yeah it, it's not that over the top you know the mask ace ventura jim carrey and so again seeing jim carrey play different roles like that and maybe that's why i didn't see it as campy as because it was a toned down Jim Carrey, I felt like it helped make the movie seem a little bit more toned down than the extent that Ace Ventura would take it. Well, well that's interesting because I think for me it was the opposite. Is it's like because we just watched Eternal Sunshine, right? And yeah. his his role in that is amazing. Like he's he's almost able to dissolve himself where it's not even Jim Carrey anymore. Like he is yeah. just Noel. Like that's just who he is. And it's like yeah, it's a great character. And in this movie, I felt like I kept seeing Jim Carrey trying to be something else. Like, I felt like I kept seeing Jim... Mm. Like, and you know what? As as his main character, which uh, I, I... Walter Sparrow. Um, yeah. Like, the dad, husband, all that stuff. It's not bad. I actually do like that character. Like you were saying, I think it balances that good, like... Like, I'm a normal guy. I'm. Not, it's not an over... Like, Ace Ventura, the mask. It's not an overly crazy over-the-top thing. But I'm goofy when I need to be. I can make a joke with my wife. I can make a joke with my son. And if, yeah. it's, Adam Sandler does that pretty well in some movies, you know? Yeah. Um, some movies. But yeah, it's like where they can balance that. I think it was just whenever it gets into the, the alter ego of Walter Sparrow that's in the book... That's when I couldn't take it seriously at all. Um, which, obviously, spoilers, I don't know. This isn't even spoilers, but whatever. This movie's, like, fucking almost 20 years old at this point. It's, like, 18 years old. Um, 23 years old. Well, but the... It's the, not. It's not. The But the character in the book he's reading, that's, like, the book 
you know, it's kind of like mirrors him. Whenever it shows that character of Detective Fingerling, and he's supposed to be this badass, like slick backed hair. And thank you. That was the other thing is like every time it was like, that's a cool name. I was like, no, it's not. Detective Fingerling is not a cool name at all. And it's fingerling good. Fingerling good. And oh my god, does this feed into the KFC conspiracy? We, it everything feeds into the. KFC Was he conspiracy. too drunk to read that twenty three? So <laughs> no, I, I, he. Yeah, it was just that whenever he had to be that really serious detective thing, that's when it almost felt like a black comedy where I'm almost supposed to laugh at this like slick. Sick, slick-backed hair playing the saxophone in front of a burning effigy while this girl comes up and starts making out with him. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? I'm sorry, I'm skipping ahead. I realize that, but anyway. <laughs> sorry, I want you to continue. Continue. Yeah. So uh, the movie opens up, you know, he's this dog catcher and he starts kind of talking about, you know, if only, you know, I hadn't pissed the girl off. It, he's pretty much giving you the story of how he feels like his life has led up to specific moments that put him on track for what happens in the movie. So he's at a bar. He rejects this girl that he works with uh, because he's a good husband. That girl then makes him like go out on a call at 4.59 p.m. when he's about to get off. That call results in him getting bit by a dog. And it's funny because he's like walking through the back of the kitchen and the guy who had called him is talking to him in a foreign language he doesn't understand, but he's responding with like, oh yeah, that sounds good. I'll take one of those to go. And a little Jim Carrey kind of humor. So after that, he's he's going, he finds the dog. He The dog leads him to a, a cemetery he gets bit by the dog because he was bit by the dog he was late to meet up with his wife which led his wife to go to a bookstore buy a book by an author and he becomes obsessed with this book so that kind of intro part is saying like oh if only i hadn't you know been late because of how i treated you know that girl and i wouldn't have run into this book which wouldn't have put me on this tailspin of a story yeah and that's Fate that's kind destiny. of how it sets up. yeah 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 similar yeah. to the eternal Fate. sunshine you know where it's like oh yeah. if i wasn't in this spot at this exact time mm-hmm. um yeah so the book she finds the book the top secrets is the i didn't name. realize that until he goes really to jail. really it, Oh man! Because I I kept thinking I'm like Topsy. That's a that's a weird name. But I wasn't thinking because Kreds could be a last name. Yeah, I, I think it's because they do a good job at least of the actors saying the name Topsy Kreds. Like they they separate yep. it enough where if one of the characters just went Top Secrets, you would be like, oh, okay, yeah. I'm and they not. also don't really show the the author's name because I think do. reading it. No, they do. Oh, they. In the fr- in the very first shot when they show the book, uh, I don't th- oh, okay. I don't think after that I don't think they show it. So it's you just have to use your rem- your memory. Yeah, but they do show it right. But it again, it's just t- I think showing it is better because if you show it and then you say the name Topsy Kretz, then your brain sees the name. It goes, oh okay, Topsy. Space, yeah. Where if you just hear it, then all you hear is Topsy Kretz, and you're like, oh. Wait a second. 
you know um and maybe it's only because i've seen this movie before like years ago that immediately i knew that twist but i i was not impressed but me i was like oh i thought that was more clever like my memory was that it was more clever you know like like his name should have been like top middle name c C. dot kretz you know like his top kretz would have been a better but like the full name of being yeah yeah and i'll say i didn't think it was again because i was like topsy is a weird name and then once they announced it i was like oh that makes sense it it wasn't like a oh wow you m night shamalama ding dong me yeah it was was just like oh i didn't even know and that's kind of what the movie relies on is you just really like not noticing and then being like oh fuck yeah yeah um i so it's funny. I want to I want to get into my gripes, but I think my gripes are more like later in the movie. So le- we got to kind of kind of get through the beginning. Um, so, yeah, he, he finds this book and he starts reading it. And it's very similar to his childhood. Uh, there is like a dog that is the neighbor's dog that keeps coming into the yard. That's causing a problem that was very similar to his childhood. Um, he wanted to be a detective um or or it, it, i don't know if he quite yeah, wanted, he wanted to be, to be something like that yeah he wanted to be a homicide detective or something like no i think he just wanted to be a detective because he was like he liked the the detective books yeah, yeah but like, his dad wanted him to be an accountant yeah and there was the whole fingerling at the zoo was the reason for the name of uh the character which he also had yep. that book when he was growing up so he starts finding parallels between the book and his life and he has an obsession basically the movie is about obsession it's about yes finding minute meanings and things that aren't really there to create your own narrative of life and obsession and 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 make meaning for yourself essentially um which is where i think parts of the movie work and don't work where because like early on when you're reading the book you have the character of like the female uh blonde who's like ripping off the papers from the walls and she's the like suicide blonde as she's referred suicide, to I don't know if yes say that uh yeah right that. the this in minecraft in you just have to end it with in minecraft so yeah the suicide blonde in minecraft um Got she it. she uh she has this whole monologue about the number 23 and again i don't know if it's upon like second viewing or maybe like third i don't know how many times i watched it when i was a little kid but it was only a couple times and maybe it's just upon knowing what that is and going into it but those that dialogue felt so cheesy and so like not coherent where she kept making such logical leaps like the pink thing like that is such a big centering thing for the movie but you have to make so many logical leaps where it's like why would you divide pink by two what like like what what, like 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 they they do certain mathematical things that are like it doesn't make sense for you to do that to get to the number 23 like yes you can get there which is the point of the movie but again if that was the point of the movie make it more clear that that's supposed to be like she's like i don't know i don't know because it's one of those it'd be like saying i'm 24 years old if you subtract the number one from 24 you get 23 it felt like i'm also not 24 it all it felt like that kind of level of 
and there were times where they're like oh it was this street number if you add these numbers together which it's like yeah but you yeah. can manipulate numbers and you could say oh one times this plus this minus this and it's like okay but why would you do it that way yeah um, the doctor does bring that up though the professor because he does professor. say like uh when you say the uh the earth turns at an axis of yep. 23 degrees well when you tell those people it's actually 23.5 those people say well what is five but two plus three so it's like you can and always like, make your yeah. own reasoning behind the number 23 so it's like those professor scenes i really liked because i feel like they were trying to 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 convey that idea of like this is fucking crazy but they don't really lean into that I, I don't know now one thing that i i felt like i was a little more forgiving i think because the movie had i i see what you're saying where it felt a little bit dramatic when he was in like that like the reading the story and then them portraying the story i felt like because that was a story i was like all right you know, he's playing the saxophone in the window without a shirt. I was like, all right, I could see that being like in a book. Uh, the part for me, and again, I think we're going back to my HR mindset. I don't think if you're a, pl first off, I don't know if a detective would be called for a suicide, for an, a, someone who's threatening suicide. I think a police officer would be called. Secondly, I don't think you would be allowed to just leave them and be like yeah you're probably fine after our conversation like the him say the i'll put a bullet in your head if you're if you don't feel good after this conversation i was like again whatever you're telling the story but but like a cop like yeah was it was or, it or supposed like medical services would have to have taken her in for for check like to check her if she had threatened it to the point where Again, why was a detective called for that? I, I yeah, I, I even though I usually make you know I I jest and I make fun of your oh, kind yeah, of yeah. HR you know analytical mindset of it, but I do agree. Like in those moments, it feels like even though you're trying to convey like a like a a, a film noir kind of like oh honey doll, well I'm gonna leave you here. It's almost not believable enough where you it separates that disbelief where you can go like. Well, why the fuck wouldn't like what what is happening in this yeah it's it doesn't give you that separation of belief enough where you can make that distinction between like oh this is just a silly film noir story because if it leaned into the fact that it is more of like a silly story maybe it would have worked but i think it it took itself way too seriously that's my that's my yeah. problem with this movie is that it's such a silly concept like numerology is is a bit of a silly concept like when you have people who are like really obsessed with a sim a, a number like it can it can feel very real and serious to that person but overall it's kind of a silly concept so you almost have to approach it with that but they don't at all it's it's 100 taken as like a a serious concept um yeah i I don't know, I, but I don't think it would have been. I don't know if it would have been better if it was goofy, you know, like if it tried to. Right. Yeah, there it was just moments like that where I was like, again, I I get that there's a movie, there's that suspension of disbelief, but it's like that. 
that's not even how that situation should play out. Uh, again, if there was like a murder and there was a witness at the murder and she was threatening to to kill herself and there was a detective there and that's what sparked the conversation. All right. But again, there should be I, I, yeah, no, there there's like, still who hired two... the detective, the police? Well, why? Right, cuz and and there are police detectives. But again, they're re they're responding to things that have already happened. They're not there to prevent things from happening. Yeah, they're a detective doing is detective to work. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's to detect what has already happened, not to prevent something from That's happening. That's what police are for. Yeah, it's yeah, it, it's a little bit weird in that sense. But again, like I, I can understand how it's supposed to be the book, but it's almost like they 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 didn't take the book portion seriously enough. It's it's like they almost gave themselves the excuse of like, well, it's a book, so we can just make whatever we want. Okay, it, and there is maybe one defense for that, but it's one of those where we've kind of talked about this before. We would be making that reason now. I'm gonna say spoilers because I can't really give this reason. Yeah, we're gonna again, get I into it. If we, you're, we're, if you're already, watching our show, we're an hour and a half into this. We gotta get into spoilers. Yeah. At this okay. Point. In the end, it turns out he's the one that actually wrote the story. So the fact that he, who is not a detective and not really an author, wrote this story and okay. thought that's how that worked. Okay. Okay. That's but. But does that make it okay is the thing when you're watching a movie. That's the only experience we have with this movie. So, like, does it make it okay is the question. But, I, yeah, okay, I can understand that. But that, that twist is my biggest problem with this movie. Like, I, even though when I was younger, it was my favorite thing about this movie. Where I was like, oh, that's awesome. Like, that's a great twist. It's a very surface level twist where once you start really thinking about it, it doesn't make any fucking sense. Because I'm still trying, and, and let me know if I missed this in the times you've seen it. You probably didn't. How how did the book end up at that store? Uh, yeah, mm, mm, mm. He published it and then uh, in the local town, the book got... But, but even then, like, it was, like, the doctor that had worked with him that also became obsessed. And yep. and he's the one that put Topsy Kretz over it. But yep. then he yep. put it back out there, and it just so happened to be at a bookstore yep. nearby him. And his wife just so happened to pick that one out. And also... Which is supposed Why? to oh, it's supposed to feed into the fate thing, right? But they don't lean into that aspect enough to make it feel like all these things were supposed to happen. You know, it just feels like like okay. Yeah. I'ma say it again. Southland Tales. This gave me so many strong Southland Tales vibes. I can't even like when it showed the quote at the end of the movie before that I was like, oh, you gotta be fucking kidding me. Like it this movie wants you to feel so many things from it but it it doesn't really it only like it's a good goofy movie to just throw on and be like oh this is a good time but i think for what the movie is trying to do it does not succeed in at all like the the enjoyment comes from the fact that it failed in what it was trying to do do you know what i mean where yeah all right yeah like I think with that, 
kind of him writing the book is a is a fun twist that's like oh fuck but when you really think about the time period and the span of time and also like okay so you even think about the relationship he meets her right when he comes out from the insane asylum for lack of a better term the asylum he comes out from that he's like oh i'm better now and then he literally bumps into her the second they walk out from there all right so logistically we are to imagine they start dating right what the fuck are they talking about what is he telling her that does not give her an ounce of idea that he's been in an insane asylum for the last two years or however like it, it and he completely forgets who he was and he like that and his part life starts right then so what when you tell her about oh you know what do you like to do I don't know. I just got out. Like, yeah. and, and she fell about? in love with that. Like, what the fuck? Like, that's the thing. It's like, what? Like, it doesn't make. And the dog. You're telling me that yeah. do that dog is 20 years old because it was already clearly old. What dogs do not live that long. Like, yes, they also, can have an, a span of life, but why? Why did the dog keep taking him? Like. Again, it was one of those, like, the dog was, was what, destined to always bring him back? Like, for a while, I was like, is the dog real? Like, what, what is happening with this dog? The dog felt very Donnie Darko. Like, like, very, like, it's supposed to be this, like, ethereal, kind of, like, third-party omniscient message that's telling you, like, I know what's happening this whole time. You know, and it's like, and I'm here to help you. But why? And also, like, is it, but the, and they also cleared up that that dog is a real dog that is owned Regular by dog. the groundskeeper. If they had kept that dog, kind of, and like, he's the only one that ever sees the dog. Like, you could be like, okay, that dog might not have actually ever existed. It was just his brain bringing him back. But they're like, no, it's it's an actual dog. Yeah, it's a real dog. So now this dog is over thirteen years old and was already old enough to have like be big enough and like th that's the part where i was like wait hold on this time span why did they have to make it 13 years they didn't even have to make it they could have made it six years and it would have meant the same thing but for some reason they had to make it 13 and now it creates this thing where it's like 13 years is a long fucking time like if you're 20 and then you're 33 that's a long fucking time if you're 30 and then you're 43 that's a long fucking time so like to convince me that he was in an asylum for 13 years is so fucking crazy like i i can't i i'm not even the type of person to be that kind of a stickler on those like semantics but that's yeah. fucking insane <laughs> and even he goes to the hotel and i guess you know so he had written on the wall the 23rd chapter of the book in this hotel room yeah. And I guess instead of painting over the wall, they just put a paper up. And only and one layer of paper in 13 years that people have been in that place. They haven't painted. They haven't. And again, these are little like these are little tiny things that you don't have to nitpick. But if the movie was amazing, I wouldn't 
be worried it's about these It's easier to brush things. over them and be like, well, okay, it's a little thing. But when when you can find so many different things, it makes everything else stand out more. Exactly. Like, I don't, I, I think my biggest thing is that the movie, upon this watch, maybe when I was younger, for some reason it did, like, maybe it's that first watch. Maybe there's something about this movie that does have, like, a mesmerizing like kind of thing about it which again can feed into what the movie is trying to say about numerology and the things like that but upon watching this again there was not a single moment that it was able to convince me that the number 23 had any form of power or any form of relevance in anything like i said the first time i watched it i was like whoa like whoa that is 23 and that is 23 and that is but watching it now i'm like i of course you got the 23 from those conclusions. Like that's, you just- you, You're just making up the math for it. And yeah. right after I watched this, like immediately, I was like, oh, that was really good. But the more I thought about it, and even from like the beginning of our conversation to us, like actually like dissecting the movie, a lot more things stand out to me. There's even one point towards the end. So at towards the end of the end of the movie, he's like trying to make the decision of is he going to let this control him or not he's standing in the middle of the street and a bus is coming towards him the bus is like a good like 100 yards away the bus is far away and apparently the bus driver is not slowing down at all no nah, he's got you somewhere need to, be. to tell me he sees a man it, it's not like he jumps in front of it he's standing with his arms out and the bus doesn't slow no. down. Even he when ends up he jumping moves out, out of the way. way. Even, the bus just and keeps the bus going. Goes, like it was trying to hit him. And it was just like, why did the bus driver not? Like the bus had so much time to stop. I, I just, it, 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 it was, was like another part where I was like, what? It felt forced. Yes. Thank you. Forced drama where it's like there and the sun there. And again, I, I, I I don't know if the movie was trying to do this because if it was trying to do this it should have just done it better but like the sun at one point makes like a very insane mathematical leap that I, I'm trying I can't even remember right now wait wait wait, wait 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 we live at 1814 I mean 18 is 1 plus 8 which equals 9 and 9 plus 14 is also 23 14 is 1 plus 4 which equals 5 and 5 plus 18 is 23 too oh my god it is one of the most insane logic leaps of the entire movie and it's taken 100% seriously. Like Walter Sparrow just goes, Oh my God. Like I said, if the movie was trying to make a point that they're insane, they didn't do it well enough because you're almost supposed to go, Whoa, yeah, whoa, it is 23. And I didn't, I, I, man, I don't know. I don't know. I wanted to like this movie watching it again. I thought I liked it watching it before i did but uh, oh and again why did the doctor thought he was going to die he goes you're supposed to be dead no why is he so freaked out because that's the thing that accused himself there is no that's okay yeah that even though like somehow somehow the movie makes it like in that moment it makes you feel like, whoa, fuck, there's something crazy going on. He has to kill like himself. There is a curse to or cover something. Up. 
But once it's revealed of what's really going on, it's like, why? Like, there is no, like, this number, they don't make this number clear enough to make it feel like it's like a, an evil thing. Like, make it kill people. I need to see this number actively kill people to make me feel like there's something bad about it. Because all it really shows is them going insane. And like, it shows that he does murder someone because of the number. Oh, and then he buries her, but she was found by the police and someone else was accused of the murder, but her body was buried somewhere else. But her body was and still then, under the steps. And then the the wife somehow figures it out and steals it and hide. Like, I, I I was still trying to figure out. Wait, so so this murder that was discovered by police, where they had someone in custody, didn't go to a morgue, didn't get a. He, he's, he kidnapped the body but they, they never show him at like a funeral home they never show no. him take off with the body but apparently he hid this body in a park but no what? I guess he didn't hide it they hid it in the park right because it's like them hiding it after the fact see that's what I'm saying is like I don't I don't know who's I, them the, 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 his wife and, oh no they but hid that, it that after happened. he found but if they had already found it because of the murder but, case... But why was it in the park? That's what I'm trying to figure out. Because the police were there on scene. They discovered her. And then it's like, oh, she was missing. There was never a body. I, I guess he took the body. But but the guy found the body. And then and also... So, and also, and if, a, if a guy shows up... And I don't... Maybe I don't know protocol. But if a guy shows up at like an insane asylum... And says he like murdered people and did all this. Are you telling me they don't look into that, or they don't like? Are you telling me they don't investigate people who show up at asylums? Like, oh, you can just show. Like, if you murder someone and then just stroll into an asylum, they'll just accept you and you can hide out there for a while because they'll never look. Like, what? Like, he's still like, a he's suspect. Just crazy. He, who, and who was he before? They act like he wasn't a person before this. Like, who was his family? Who, Anybody in his life that would have tried to contact him. Like, it, it's this weird amalgamation of trying to create a person who, like, doesn't exist for the first 20 years of their life. I, it doesn't, it doesn't make sense. I, it, it, I don't know, man. It, it. It's almost like this movie almost works for the first two thirds. Like when you're when you're invested two in thirds? the twenty three and the video. No, so so it's like when you're invested in those first two thirds of the movie, it's like you can feel like where is this going? What's going to be the outcome? What's going to be the the twist? What you know? It, but when the twist is revealed, it's like. Uh, Okay. Like, you, you're almost supposed to be more distracted by the fact that Jim Carrey wrote the book so that you don't focus on everything else that happened around it that makes no fucking sense. Like, at all. Uh, his wife should have banged that professor at the end of the day. I definitely thought she was. Uh, again, it was a red herring the movie created. 
for no good reason too because he I, I, yeah, I think I to make him par paranoid but again it didn't it didn't add to the story especially since there was no payout with it but there was like he brushed her hand he kissed her on the like i don't know i yeah it, it's one of those where off rip i was like oh this is really good those are and, interesting and, and also it, and stuff it parallels with his life but he wrote the see this is the oh my god i'm just he wrote the book that parallels with his life right but he wrote the book before any of this happened but it's also paralleling with things in his life that haven't happened Currently yet happened yeah yeah so it's like was he just like omniscient and could see what was gonna happen because of this number was it this weird like prophetic kind of thing like but they never explained that so it's like why would this book about his past self be like because the book is supposed to be about what he did the murder that he committed the the number 20 and somehow that murder also coincides with his current marriage yeah let me see if i had any other notes on yeah like that that makes no sense like i mean maybe they're trying to say the whole like oh the past repeats itself that type of thing but they didn't do that well enough to make that the point i don't know yeah it's funny actually looking at my notes i didn't take a lot of notes other than things like i don't think you're supposed to leave people who are suicidal alone if police get involved <laughs> which again apparently they weren't it was a detective yeah. um yeah i don't i mean it, it's more of like and like it's a it's a kind of visually ugly movie can i just say that like the 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 story sequences that are like very like overexposed and the light is like really bright and the colors are like it's somehow washed out like the colors are completely undersaturated and yet everything is really bright and it is so ugly to look at like anytime also, he is fingerling it's so gross if you walked into a room you see a knife on the floor and you see somebody laying oh, in pick bed it up covered in blood pick it up yeah the first thing i'm gonna do is pick up the knife like i'm gonna look around the room to make sure nobody's still in there that would make me need to pick up the knife but why would you just pick up the knife like oh a knife is here yeah exactly yeah no yeah. and maybe i don't know enough just about dna him. testing but he he cut his hand and so his blood was on her too and that's the thing so this okay okay i don't want to get uh, i don't know how much of this i'm gonna cut out i'm sorry we've already been talking about this for so long but I, I have to say i this. feel like we could nitpick this whole thing for real because like my thing is like already. if how does that guy not know about the existence of walter sparrow or like him as a person because like he's supposed to be someone who's involved in this girl's life right that he's like in love with that he accidentally is accused of murder for and yet he doesn't know that there's this second guy that is also I, in her I mean, she could and that be he two-timing but i i guess yeah i don't know i it just feels so weird that it's like they don't i don't know anyway it, i'm gonna lay it, off it, of it no I, I think it's one of those because there's so many things we can nitpick it makes it easier to be like well then what what did it explain yeah, yeah, yeah. this because and why that? because every yeah it, it makes it an easy why that movie 
Yeah. All right. I guess we should just get on to ratings and then we'll get on to the next suggestion. Yeah, uh, my but, rating has significantly dropped the more we've talked about this. <laughs> yeah, I apologize. I don't mean to ruin... I'm not trying to ruin this movie. But I feel, like, I feel like everything we talked about, if you had watched this movie again, naturally... Oh, yeah. I think you would have just come to these same conclusions and been like, oh. Like, oh. Uh, because that's how I felt. Like, like, initially, when I was like 15, 16, whenever this movie came out, I would have given this like a 7 out of 10. You know, like maybe even an eight. It's like, whoa, like this really made me think about like life and like, whoa, the numerology and like things that are connected and all that. But now, like, I'm gonna give it a four out of 10. Like, I think it's ugly. I think Jim Carrey was an awful choice. Awful choice. I didn't even mention that. I think that like Brad Pitt should have done. I know that sounds weird, but like the serious tones that, that he's trying to convey with this like, detective fingerling and like other that should have been an actor who can handle that more like unless the it was supposed to be funny kept taking me like, especially when he like is like oh, oh. I, I don't know something about a saxophone it's yeah not, that, that's not a serious thing like but, not not saying but, saxophone but isn't a great Pitt instrument playing a saxophone that's sexy dude that's hot you know brad that's pitt's sexy, in there though. exactly um, but yeah, I'm four out of 10. Sorry. Yes. Yeah. Same. I, I was definitely on the higher end and, and not to say like, Oh, you know, you ruined this. It's, it's, we, the more we talked about it, the more things stood out. And, and again, I wrote down things where I was like, well, this doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Yeah. Four out of 10. Yeah. I, I wish it was higher. I don't know. I just, I just, man, I was so disappointed and, and like, it's one of those movie experiences where me and Audrey kept looking at each other just like, what? What is happening? Like, and yeah. the only other time we had that experience of late was Southland Tales. And I was like, wow. Yeah, yeah I can't really compare it to anything else. Like, yeah. Uh, no. All right. Anyway, it is your turn to suggest a movie or a show for this week. What is it? The movie you're going to be watching is Santa Claus is Coming to Town hell yeah i i've seen it for sure it's the claymation right i was gonna say and this is what i wasn't sure and i, I felt like there was a, a chance you could have seen that no i i have seen it for sure because i've seen all the claymations but but here's the thing is that in my brain all of those claymations have kind of become one thing like rudolph gotcha. the red nose and reindeer year without a yep. santa claus Santa Claus and, is coming and to town. And this one were like the big three that I remember from my childhood. They're all like the same movie to me. So I don't even know if I could like tell you exactly what that one is specifically about. So watching it, it'll be a nice like, oh yeah, this is this one. This is what we can talk about. Yeah, I, yep. I that's a great idea. I love that. <laughs> Mickey Rooney is in that. Mickey Rooney? I, I, I know I know that name. I just have no idea how. It's from Phantom of the Megaplex from disney really? channel well he's a he's a he's a big hollywood st if if someone who is a huge film buff just heard me say that they'd be like are you fucking <laughs> kidding me because he's That's... one of, he's one of the biggest movie stars in like early hollywood ever but he was a in that movie that's something that you know that i would be able to to know the reference yeah, from the disney right. channel okay. movie yeah yeah uh all right and anyway. uh now 
the anime recommendation. Oh, fuck, I forgot. I did not. So there's three segments I broke this up into. Um, there's two segments, which are going to be 12 episode ones. There's one segment that are 24 episodes that I think are really good, but I, I don't want to, to overload you, so we'll stick to the 12 episode ones. They're okay. each one season. There's only one that has a second season, but I haven't seen the second season because it, I think, either recently came out or it came out later and, and I just hadn't seen it. Um, so I will, I will give you the option in terms of the genre of anime. We can okay. either go a little bit of a darker note little bit little bit more on the darker side or on the more comedic kind of slice of life side i'll i'll let you pick me and amanda both have an idea on the way you're more likely going to lean um it's christmas so i'm gonna go slice of life i'm gonna go a little Ooh, bit okay i'm excited about that so since we're going slice of life i'm gonna go with oh you know what i'll i'll give you a choice here there is Jigashi Kashi. It's about a kid who wants to be a manga artist, and his dad owns a candy shop, and okay. he wants his son to take over the candy shop. That sounds familiar. There, I I watched that when we were at the apartment. I don't ever remember like you sitting down to watch it with me. But the it's candy one that I, shop part of it sounds really familiar. Yep. Yep. Anyway, there is Honda Kun. That is about a boy who is like world famous for his calligraphy artwork um, and everybody loves him, but he is assured in his mind that everybody hates me. It, he's like the most popular kid at Imposter school. Imposter syndrome, he, basically. Exactly. The show. The, yeah, yeah. There's specific reasons why I picked these. Um, MMO Junkie, which is about two people that kind of fall in love over a uh, MMO video game, but there's a bit of a twist to their tale. And then there's two others, but I think between those three, uh, you would most likely find one that would be the most enjoyable. Okay. And I will be rewatching uh, whichever one you pick as well. So that way, when we talk about it, we can have a, an actual discussion. Let's go with the first one. Let's go with the manga candy shop Artist, one. Yep. Dagashi Kashi. And I will I'll send that in the chat so that Degashi way we know what to look up. Okay. Um, I'll check if it's on Netflix. If not, I'll send you my, my Crunchyroll account information so you can watch it. Okay. Alright. Sounds good. Alright, so if you don't want to be spoiled for, well, first, Santa Claus is coming to town. And then secondly, two weeks from now, Dagashi Tash... What is it? Dagashi Tashi. Degashi Tashi. You don't want to be spoiled for that. Oh boy. Well, I, I'm pretty sure I said that perfectly. Uh, if you don't want to be spoiled for that, make sure to watch it. And uh, we're going to talk about that two weeks from now. So that'll be a little double episode. We'll probably we'll probably not have like a topic for that episode. Yeah, I, I figured it'd be easier to just do two segments of uh, just the reviews. Yeah, that sounds good. Um, but all right, shit. Thank you guys. This was a bit of a long one. Uh, not, that they not that they haven't been every single time we do this <laughs> they, they always end longer than I feel like we had ever intend them to be that's why we do this you know if they were shorter than we wanted it to be that means we're not having fun that means that this sucks but instead we're having, we're having a good time Joseph does a compilation of us just complaining about the movies and what the fucking, fuck was this about <laughs> and stupid fucking piece of shit yeah uh no Thank you guys so much for watching. Make sure to join that Reddit 
r slash neon valley pod check out our patreon backslash neon valley pod twitter tiktok we're on all that business mitchell you got anything you want to push to the people download those penguins check out dinky freeman's hottest new track dinky freeman and i will be having a new song releasing uh sometime i'd say probably relatively soon by the time this episode airs i hope okay it's gonna have to be on soundcloud because i have samples in it that are not cleared and i would not like to be sued but i think it's going to be a very very hot track so uh stay tuned you'll 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 learn more and i feel the need to say this this is much better than dinky freeman this is way more serious and you should actually listen to this this is real music. Please I listen. You the Dinky Freeman is going to get more plays. I'm trying to help you out here, man. I'm like, please don't listen to Dinky Freeman. Go listen to Suku. But all right. Uh, we love you guys. We'll see you in the next episode. Peace out, y'all.